Friends, we're on the Pikmin train again. Uh, it says day four on the file. I don't know. I think that means we're about to perform day four. Uh, let's see, we had one day at the impact site. I believe two days at the Forest of Hope. One day to get yellows, one day to use yellows. That's right. And now we're going to the Forest Naval. There's a little tiny preview picture. It's, it looks a little shadowy, and there's some fire jets. The, the previous forest has not had fire jets. The Forest Naval. Oh. Oh. Music's quiet and sedate. The whole area is shadowy. I mean, theoretically, it's the daytime, but there's just shadow everywhere. I don't know what exactly we're looking for, so we're just gonna get uh, 50 reds and 50 yellows. Um, okay, so we have... Um, off to one side, there's a, uh, whatchamacallit, there's a root fence. So I'm, no, stop, 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 all Pikmin, cancel what you're doing. This is the most annoying part, is when the Pikmin try to take the initiative. We're going to send the 50 yellows into the root fence and have them get to work on that. Uh, they will be done in quite some time, I'm sure. It looks like there's a bomb fence. Uh, so there's some stone walls, it is. There's some, uh, stick piles. The stick piles turn into ramps when the Pikmin work on them. So we're gonna have the Stickmen, or the Pikmin work on these ramps. Um. I'm seeing more stone fences. Uh, I'm seeing a little tiny stick that the Pikmin can uh, extend to get them back up quickly. Ooh, there's some sort of monster going around outside of our base. I'm not sure what he thinks he's doing. Okay, the yellow Pikmin have completed their root gate. One of them fell over and was taking a nap. In this game, Pikmin are not as reliable as in the later games. You know, in some sense that's fine. Alright, we're putting, we're putting away the yellow Pikmin. We see a blue onion. We have to get to the blue onion in a safe way. There's a bunch of flame pigs. They're little white mm, mole creatures. And outside of their little tiny nose tubes, they can spit fires. The red Pikmin are immune to fire, so we're gonna have the red Pikmin bring uh, this. Let's see, can we get into the base at all? Okay, we can get into the base very, very slowly if we find a part. We're gonna have the red Pikmin build another uh, stick ramp downstairs. It's flame pig. I think Olimar can attack the flame pig. 
Oh, the flame pig resurrects. Uh, the flame pig regenerates far too fast for Olimar to attack it. If it's like a little tiny creature, Olimar is going to attack fast enough. And Olimar is not immune to fire like the red Pikmin are, so we're going to maybe be very careful here. All right, throw some red Pikmin on top. When the, the flame pig cannot actually hurt the reds, but when he makes that honking sound and sort of throws his body forward, he throws them all around and a lot of their little flower petals get knocked off. So that's not fun, but it's tolerable. I mean, you keep your Pikmin. They just go back to being bug or leaf Pikmin. Come on! Turn that audio down a little bit. Alright. There's a frog that's coming up out of the water to try and attack us. He comes up onto the beach. We don't want that. Alright. Some There's some grass in the sand. I guess we're gonna pick the grass. That's what we're doing right now. Because if we do try and do anything else, Pikmin will constantly go nuts. And that's no way to have... A battle. Come on. Stop picking that grass. Come on. There we go. Alright, here we go. Oh no! Oh no! He's... 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 Blowing the Pikmin. Ah, this is a disaster. Come on, get out of the water. Well, we've lost nine Pikmin because the hog, when the hog threw his body forward, it threw the reds into uh, the water. They got thrown far farther than I was expecting. If only I had been a Pikmin pro. Okay, so all of our reds... Ah, uh, come on. Yeah, there's these... Sometimes there's bugs that grow underground, and then you walk near them and they will come up and uh, attack Pikmin. If the Pikmin are, like, doing a job, then they will attack the Pikmin as they're carrying stuff. But if you... Just kill all the bugs. Alright, so we're gonna get that. Get those. We got 12 Pikmin. Um, looks like we need 7 to pick up a corpse. Uh, pick up that. Thank you. One Pikmin. One Pikmin. And off we go. Okay, we're going back to the base. I think we can... Can we walk up through here? We can. Okay. Hey, Pikmin. Go get on that stick situation. Work on that. Alright, we've got a bunch of Pikmin. And... Oh, I want to... I want as many of these Pikmin to not be launched. So I'm going to bring Pikmin out of the onion. Uh, oh, this is the message about 100 Pikmin in the field. We've already seen this. 
Um, we're gonna call Pikmin out of the onions, so that when these corpses and stuff come back, they get automatically turned into seeds inside of the onion, and we don't have to, uh, we don't have to account for them. Uh, we're gonna wait for, we got a pellet coming back, and then we're gonna wait a moment here, the flame pig's coming back, and then we're going to put away as many of the reds as we can, and we can stand to have some of the reds. Um, yeah, we can stand to have some of the reds doing their own thing. But we're gonna go over to the blue onion, which we can see from the launch site, actually. And we're gonna start collecting the blue pigment, because blue pigment can go in the water, and that's uh, very important. So we can't go too long without acquiring blue pigment. Uh, and we gotta let it sprout first, of course. So... Pick. And then... It's a pigment of yet another color. Near this one's cheeks is what appear to be a set of gills. This trait suggests to me that the blue type of pigment can enter the water without any trouble whatsoever. And there's only one way to find out. Well, he's already standing in the water, pal. I think we, we know exactly what's going on. Come on. there. So we have uh, five uh, one pellets, and if you if each pellet has a color, and if you take a, a pellet of the same color to the onion, uh, then it will, for the ones, you'll get two. Otherwise, uh, if it's off color, you'll get one. For all the bigger ones, like the fives and tens and twenties, if it's same color, you get the amount that it says, and then if it's off color, you get a lesser amount. Like, instead of five, you get three or something like that. Um, so... We also got a five nearby. We gotta have this little Pikmin come back. And then get him over... No, throw, throw into the fire. There we go. Planting Pikmin and growing your initial set of Pikmin is a little bit uh, harrowing, particularly because you, when you find the onions, this first day that you have the onion, they're off, uh, not near the launch site. And so, now we've got 11 blues. Ah, here we go. So we got, nope. Um, and this should be... Sixteen blues. Hmm. I don't think we've gotten any parts today. This is really unfortunate. Um. Uh. Actually, no. We don't want to. I was gonna throw the Pikmin up, uh, up a ledge to get to. Oh. Nope. Come on. In addition to the grass, there's also like a type of little white rocks on the ground where the Pikmin will like bash the rocks to try and release nectar. Um, I think we can get at least one part if we put away the reds that we have on hand. Uh, that's 12 reds put away. And we pull out some yellows. I think we want to have 30 yellows, 36, that sounds close enough. 
Um, and then we are going to go down near the site. There's one of those little sticks that I mentioned that you can... Oh, that red who is working on the stick was working on it the whole time. And now we just barely finished it um, with the help of everyone else. So there's another one of these sticks, and it goes across a little tiny canyon to a part on a high ledge. So we're just going to tell all of our Pikmin to please work on this extendy stick. And when it's done, they climb up of it and across the stick to... It looks like some sort of gear. Not sure exactly what we're looking at here. I found the automatic gear. This thing chugs right along at its own pace. It makes piloting much easier, giving me time to concentrate on the finer points of space travel. Alright, everyone, everyone assemble yourselves. Um, alright, we've got 25 Pikmin. Is everyone coming along? Good, we've got 25 Pikmin on the automatic gear which is the maximum amount that we're allowed. There's, there's an upper limit to how many Pikmin can uh, carry an object. So, hmm, it's difficult. I think we'll have to, I can see where the bomb rocks are, but you have to very carefully uh, move a lot of yellow Pikmin around to get the bomb rocks. Because uh, the yellow Pikmin can't survive in the water and the bomb rocks are very, very uh, precariously placed behind some water ponds. So you have to, um, you have to step down, throw the Pikmin, have them pick up a rock, throw the Pikmin, and then if you throw them and they're not near a thing that they think that they should blow up, then they will just, you know, wait there for you to pick them up again. So it takes uh, a few stages. And then you only have a few bomb rocks and you have to use, there's like three stone doors that we've seen so far. Uh, with the remainder of this time, while we're waiting for the gear, because it's getting close to the end of the day, we're going to pick all of these red Pikmin that we had planted. Um, and tomorrow, we will have a bunch of... a bunch of bomb rocks to move around. Automatic gear. It has thin cracks running through it. I tried to fill them with dirt. I hope it will be alright. I have now recovered 6 out of 30 parts. If I can find just 6 more, I should be able to increase my ship's capabilities. So we have to find 6 more parts in this map and or in the other map. So now we've got red, blue, and yellow Pikmin. That's as many types of Pikmin as we can get in this game. And we know because the landing site only has 3 onion platforms. So, you know, obviously. Alright, we've got 16 blues. 16 blues on hand. I don't think that there's enough time to have the blues. Oh! Gotta stay away from a monster. I don't think there's enough time to have the blues really do much. Uh, maybe they can get a seed pellet back. Let's see. Oh, we'll walk with them, and then if they fail to get the seed back in time, because they don't seem to want to go off a cliff. Oh yeah, nine. Oh yeah, they're not gonna make it. So we'll just we'll just have them go in the onion now. 
into the onion you go. I'm a little sad that we only have 16. That's a really, really low number of blues. I like to have, obviously, a hundred of every color at least, so that if we need a big swarm of a certain color, um, then we can do that. But we're, we're at one second left. Oh, hey! And near the bomb rocks, just at the end, I saw another part. So we're going to have to gather some more blue Pikmin and uh, bomb open some gates and get some blue Pikmin. Plus, we'll have to sort out a lot of those flamethrower pigs. I don't know. I don't remember how fast the enemies come back the next day, but uh, surely more enemies will grow. Yep, and as, as the spaceship takes off and the onions take off with it, we see a frog pouncing through the campsite and raging the fact that all the Pikmin have been saved. Journal log. Four days since impact. Deep in the cave I discovered in the forest I encountered blue Pikmin. These blue fellows have something resembling gills on their cheeks, and they appear to be amphibious, surviving both in water and on land. The wonders of nature never cease to stun me, even in this alien land. Pikmin population 267. Today we lost, we sprouted 56 and we lost 10 in battle. Uh, which means our uh, all-time sprouted is 291 and our all-time lost in battle is 18. But we've never left a Pikmin behind yet. And honestly, I think if we do, uh, I'd hate to reset an entire day, but maybe we'd have to. Um, Alright folks, catch you next time with more Pikmin. The Struggle to Survive by Aquaraptor Chapter 2 Nightfall I can't say much about what happened directly after by memory because I wasn't thinking. All I knew is that I had to run. Run back to the Onion, or else my existence as a Pikmin would be ruined. We both ran, faster than we had ever run before. But with each burst of speed, the distance seemed greater and greater. My red friend had to lead the way as only he knew how to get back where we were, from where we were. Sporting my new flower, I could easily outrun him, but doing so would obviously worsen my situation. I felt so restricted having to stay behind. Sooner or later, my friend started to jump for joy as he kept moving. I looked over his shoulder. It was the onion, still standing firmly in place. Unable to control my enthusiasm, I hurried past him. I couldn't believe I had almost been left behind. It was right across from me. Sanctuary! I could make out some other red pikmin crawling up the stilts. Almost there! Boom! I tripped over something that started squirming its way out of the ground. I felt hard. I fell hard and rolled onto my back, shaking off my momentary vision blur. I looked up and saw a legless, winged monstrosity with large jaws clawing its way toward me. I cannot run it, I thought to myself as I sprang to my feet and started to make my escape, only to have another one burst out from underneath me. As I collapsed onto its smooth carapace, the world around me seemed to be falling apart, as at least three more of them started breaking out of the dirt, bits of soil flying everywhere. The creature beneath me twisted its body left and right trying to get me off its back. I held on for dear life. In the corner of my eye, I saw my friend running back and forth across from the madness. Stop trying to help me! Get back to the onion before it takes off! I shouted. He didn't go anywhere. Go! Now! There's nothing you can do for- Oof! The creature suddenly took flight, taking me by surprise and leaving me dangling over its side. It was easier to view my surroundings now, and my friend was running back to the onion. 
I was glad. I didn't need anyone making any needless sacrifices for me. Acting on impulse, I hauled myself onto the creature's back and grabbed one of its wings to inhibit its flight. It quickly lost control and spiraled downwards, crashing into another one. The impact sent me off its back, but luckily I was able to break my fall with my hands. The sounds of hungry crawlers churned from beneath me, so I got up and made a break for it, toward the onion, and was met with a wave of dust. Briefly covering my face, I saw the propeller spinning, blowing a strong wind that shook my flower, and in what felt like a mere instant, it was out of reach and slowly shrinking in the sky. I stared at it blankly. There went... there went my livelihood. What was I to do now? Then reality hit me again. I heard the wretched crawling again. I had forgotten all about them. I spun around and saw a pair of mandibles right before me, ready to close on my body and end my now meager existence. There wasn't time to do anything but close my eyes. Suddenly, I felt something tug me away as the creature's mouth shut mere inches before my face. I turned around. It was my friend. There was a lot of things I wanted to say, but that would have to wait. Survival came first. Come on, I shouted, running past him. We both headed for the trees, knowing there was no chance of those crawlers keeping up with us. We dashed through a grove of ferns and stopped to look back. There was nothing. We lost them, he said triumphantly. Don't celebrate yet. We need to find shelter before. Our stems stiffened in alarm as the ferns rustled loudly. In a heartbeat, the crawlers burst out from the foliage, having taken flight. I hadn't even realized I had already started running again, trying to escape the mad flapping of wings behind me. I couldn't see my friend, but I knew he was falling behind. Hey, he hollered as though he had suddenly realized something. This is the area I explored this morning. So what? I know where we can go. Head for that tree over there. I had nothing to gain from questioning him, so I reluctantly obeyed and made my way to the tree. Mercifully, it wasn't far, and I swiftly reached the trunk. What do we do now? I called out to him. No response. Not good. I looked back and saw that he had tripped over a root and the crawlers were homing in on him. I ran back to my friend and grabbed his arm just as a crawler landed sloppily behind him. It was opened... It opened its mouth to strike. Letting instinct take over, I threw him backward just in time for the strike to miss. He made a tiny plop when he hit the ground as I drove my flower into the crawler's head. It flinched and tried to bite me, but I had jumped over its maw and clung to its back, striking it repeatedly. Rearing upwards, it took flight and left me to tumble onto the ground. I saw then that the others had completely surrounded me and my friend was nowhere to be seen. I wasn't scared, though. Once a Pikmin's fight reaction kicks in, it's never afraid to die, even if it's a losing battle. All I knew was that I was going to either fight my way through or go down swinging. Then, in unison, the crawlers all reared up and suddenly burrowed into the ground. What had just happened? I realized a second too late. I scurried forward to avoid a huge mouth that came thundering to the ground. The creature immediately got back up, growling in frustration. I surveyed my adversary, though I already knew what I was up against. The eye stalks, the red coloration, the unforgettable white spots, the spotted demon. Hey, come this way! I heard my friend shout that from behind me. I looked to see where he was, but he was still out of sight, so I followed his voice. The demon's feet stomped menacingly as it gave chase. I'm in here! I saw it then. There was a crevice in a root, close to where it connected with the tree, and judging by appearance, it was only wide enough for a Pikmin to fit through. I had to be careful, though. The demon was slower than me, but if I tripped even once, I would easily make it would easily make up the lost ground. I caught a break throw. In my rush, I disturbed a nearby green beetle and it scuttled away. As much as I wanted to chase after it, I ignored it and continued on my way. The beetle served me well because it caught the demon's full attention and became its new target. Finally, after a painful struggle, I made my way into the crevice. It was a bit cramped and my flower nearly touched the ceiling, but it would have to do. My friend was overjoyed. You made it! I, on the other hand, was not. Why did you stay behind? I asked a bit more aggressively than I intended. It didn't phase him, though. I wasn't about to leave you here all alone. 
but you could have gotten killed. You're right, but if I didn't do it, you'd probably be food by now. And we're both still alive and safe, aren't we? I didn't have a retort. I was still very displeased with him, yet he had my eternal gratitude, as even if I had found shelter, I would have suffered all alone. I took a deep breath. You know, you basically threw your purpose away for my sake, right? His air of optimism suddenly faded. I guess so, he muttered as he sat down. I sat too. When it's daytime again, we can go looking for the onion, he suggested almost apologetically. To what purpose? The onion lands in a different spot each day. It was only yesterday we were in a snowy forest, remember? It may be many, many days before it lands in this exact area again, or even anywhere nearby. So, what are you saying, then? We may as well forget about onion life, I stated bluntly, aware of my own cynicism. You don't even want to bother trying? No. Okay, so what would you prefer, then? That we live alone in the forest with completely useless lives? Well, I wouldn't. That's all that's in store for us if we don't get back to the onion. I was growing slightly frustrated. What do you mean, if? What are the chances of... They're very small. But wouldn't you rather try and fail than not try at all? We may not find the onion ever again, but there's still a chance, and we have nothing to lose. So it has to be worth a shot. I sighed loudly. I knew it would be a rough journey, and it would most likely be in vain, but... You're right. Whatever effort we go through will probably be all for naught. But we have nothing to lose and everything to gain for trying. We'll start in the morning, I resigned. He stared at me for a moment. Thanks. I settled down to sleep. He did likewise. Oh, and one last thing I said. Yes, he responded. Since we're going on this crazy search, promise me you'll at least give it your best, because I really do want to find the onion. I will, he said reassuringly. Remember, I haven't forgotten what every Pikmin knows. A life that isn't serving the onion is an empty one. Little did I know that I would grow to deeply resent that belief.